Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, let's talk about Kellen Moore getting, well, not technically fired according to the reports, but we know how to put, you know, one and one together. The Cowboys and Kellen Moore are mutually parting ways. I think we all know what that means. And... My instant reaction, and listen, this kind of this is kind of you know a a tough spot to be in because I had a show in which we were supposed I had a show prepared for Sunday night in which we were supposed to go through some of the potential candidates for Cowboys offensive coordinator. We were gonna take a look at some of the biggest names out there, blah blah blah. Now it doesn't seem like it is necessary because Kellen Moore is out. We knew that was likely to happen, especially after Mike McCarthy's press conference on Thursday in which he didn't commit to Kellen Moore as a team's offensive coordinator. He just said that he was going to be evaluated. We talked about it on Thursday night. The conclusion was, listen, Mike McCarthy would not have said that if Kellen Moore was going to stick around. And there you go. Uh, Three days later, Kellen Moore is out. Now, here's where the kicker comes in, though. Mike McCarthy is going to call the plays. My question from me to you in the chat is, do you like or dislike the idea of Mike McCarthy calling the plays in Dallas? And tonight, we'll get into some of the pros, some of the cons, some of my concerns, some of the big changes, starting with the number one change that I think we could be able to see. With Michael McCarthy calling the plays, let me know in the chat if you like it or dislike it. Let's see what you have, what you guys have to say in the chat. Uh, Crystal says best news. Mark Aaron goes with like. Country Boy says dislike. What's up, Gregory? Thank you for joining the show. Mandaluna says I do not like it. Toxic Tom says I like the idea of the head coach having control of the game and not the front office. Now. This is Mike McCarthy taking over. I I mean, I do agree with that on Toxic, with Toxic. The fact that this is no longer Kellen Moore's offense. This is no longer an offense that has some, you know, leftovers from Scott Linehan and from Jason Garrett. This is going to be, moving forward, Mike's offense. And that's interesting. 
I will say that I'm not in, a, a, entirely a fan of Mike McCarthy calling the plays, and I'll get into why in a few moments here on the show. But if there's one thing that I do like is that this is Mike McCarthy's team now, and he will go down swinging. Uh, listen, he might have the back against the wall, so he's getting rid of Mike uh, of Kellen Moore. I don't want to say that as a scapegoat because it's not like Kellen Moore was without fault after the first few seasons, after the last few seasons, excuse me. But I do think that this is Mike McCarthy saying, you know what, I will fight for my job and I will be calling the plays when I do that. And let's not make any sort of mistake about this. The Cowboys have not been running Mike McCarthy's offense over the last few years. Like he arrived at Dallas, a head coach that, called plays for a long, long time in Green Bay and was successful at it. And, and we'll take a look at some of those results. And he didn't call the plays. But not only that, he was he, he isn't necessarily the the he isn't the the architect of the offense that the Cowboys have been running over the last few years. In fact, it's been Kellen's show all all since since Mike McCarthy arrived in Dallas. So the fact that it will change is what to me is interesting. Here's the downside, though. Here's the downside. When, when we started talking about the possibility of Kellen Moore being fired or the Cowboys changing the position at offensive coordinator, I think one of the things that we wanted was a coach that would make life easier on the starting quarterback of the team, maybe with some sort of trends like the ones that you see in Cal Shanahan coaching three teams like uh, the 49ers, obviously, but also the Rams with Sean McVay, the Dolphins with Mike McDaniel, uh, motion stuff, easy reads, all of that. Instead, the Cowboys are getting Mike McCarthy, and that's not necessarily wrong, but it's not that. Uh, McCarthy's offense is perhaps one of the most pure versions of the West Coast offense that you will find in the modern game because at least from what we saw in his last years in, in Green Bay, we saw an offense that is kind of static, kind of puts a lot on the quarterback's plate to make decisions before the snap, post-snap. What I like about that is that Dak Prescott has very good processing. Like if you're evaluating Dak Prescott as a quarterback, you might question his arm strength, you might question his uh, footwork at times. And I, and I say this because, I, I mean, overall, I think that he has good footwork. But when he has a bad day, it's usually because he's like too hurried up or maybe out of rhythm, stuff like that. Uh, that's how I see it, at least. But other than that, uh, Nate Ties from The Athletic calls Dak Prescott a supercomputer. So maybe th that processing is something that you could really exploit on this new offense from Mike McCarthy. Now, listen. Let's look at what Mike McCarthy has done, though, over the last uh, few years that he had as a play caller. And we'll look at 2011 and beyond. He was the number one scoring offense in 2011, number five in 2012, 2013, still a top 10 unit, but down at number eight. And then 2014, this is interesting, 2014, the Packers lead the NFL in scoring, they have an MVP season, they make the NFC Championship game and have a bad, poor sequence of plays at the end of it. That costs, costs them 
a second Super Bowl trip for Aaron Rodgers. But that was still a productive season offensively for the Packers. After that, McCarthy gives up play calling. Gives it up for less than a year. Comes back in 2016 as a play caller. And he says, I will never give up play calling again. Little did he know that he would get to Dallas and the Cowboys would tell him, we'll hire you, but we already have a play caller in the house. So, you know, uh, you, you're going to have to walk back those words and eat some crow because you're about to give up play calling. But hey, when he did regain control in Green Bay, here's what that looked like. 2016, number four offense in scoring, number 21 in 2017, and then number uh, 14 in 2018. And that's, I think, the biggest concern, at least for me, moving forward. I don't know that we have seen something similar to Mike McCarthy's offense working in a while. I think that in the modern NFL, in what we have seen over the last few years, running this West Coast kind of offense, like what McCarthy did in Green Bay, I, I think that it will look more like it did in 2017, 2018, than what it did beforehand. The question is, will Mike McCarthy be able to evolve as a, as a offensive mind? Will he be able to show up in 2023 with an offense that, of course, might have the same foundations as he did in Green Bay, but can he change it up enough to be quarterback friendly, to make life easier on his team, and to not force a lot of third and longs? More on that later, too, by the way. But anyways, that's my initial reaction. So I will say that I'm getting around to the idea. If you had asked me just when it happened, I would have told you that, you know, I disagree with the idea of handing play calling duties to Mike McCarthy, but I'm getting around it a little bit. I don't know that you can go against this many successful offenses because this is only going back to 2011, by the way. If you filter things out uh, from 2009, for example, and 2000 and no, I'm kidding, 2010 to 2014. The Packers had one of the most efficient offenses by a lot in the NFL. Now, a lot, of, a lot of that has to do with Aaron Rodgers. I will grant you that. A lot of that has to do with Aaron Rodgers. But come on. Every successful head coach over a long period of time usually has a very successful quarterback. They go hand in hand. So I'm getting around to the idea little by little. Uh, let me read some of your comments here before we move forward. Do me a favor, though. Hit the like button. Share the stream. Remember that every like puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. Let's see here. <clears throat> what do we have? I'm sorry. Selena says McCarthy is an idiot. He has no clue being a coach. I think that might be taking a little, a little bit too far. <laughs> Edward says, here's my opinion. They're going to have a worse record next season. And while I don't really have a, a number for you, like a prediction, I think that this could be fair just based on the fact that even though we're kind of disappointed at how the season ended, a 12-5 a record is quite good. Like it is one of the best seasons you can have. So that's very possible just based on that. When is that going to stop getting coaches fired, says Daniel Stephens. This is last changes. Dan Quinn is waiting for these jobs, says Dwayne Brown. Yep, and I want, wanted to touch on that too. 
Casey's West Coast is already off, but it's like a, oh, you know, you know it's not the same kind of West Coast, though. Andy Reid's offense, for example, has way, way, way more, uh, and this might sound simple, but way more pre-snap motion, way more easy buttons for his quarterback. I wouldn't really compare that, even if the coaching trees can be a little bit similar. Gregory says, did Kellen Moore take a head coaching job somewhere or was he fired? He mutually parted ways with the Cowboys. So yeah, he was fired. This is not Kellen Moore taking a job elsewhere. This is the Cowboys deciding not to move forward with Kellen at offensive coordinator. By the way, bold prediction, and I will open up a parenthesis here really quickly. Bold prediction, I think Kellen Moore doesn't last a lot in the market i think that he will be hired right away he might be one of the best candidates for offensive coordinator out there not even going to lie and this is not me saying that hey this is not the right move for the cowboys because based on the context it might be but who it, it is a situation in which dallas might have thrown a, a legit coaching candidate out there in the market. So that that I don't think he will last a lot being available. The Chargers are reportedly already interested. I can see the Buccaneers being interested as well. I think that there are reports already saying that Tampa Bay is interested in him. Yep, Mark Aaron says, breaking news, Tampa Bay is interested in Kellen Moore. Shout out to Mr. Jesse Ortega, the biggest primetime fan in the entire universe. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you for the engagement. Dak has got to go, says Christopher. Michael H. It's easier to get a job somewhere else if they allow you to resign. Look better on the resume than fire. This is Michael H. Yeah, maybe the Cowboys were hoping, you know, maybe the Cowboys were hoping that something would materialize between Kellen Moore and the Carolina Panthers. Didn't happen, so now they were forced to let him go. So, among the many changes that I think we could be expecting, and actually I will turn this into a question, what is the biggest change that you would expect from making Mike McCarthy the play caller? What is the biggest change on offense that you are looking forward to in 2023? Let me know in the chat while you do that. And before I give you my mine, and I do have a very specific one, let me talk to you about our friends over at freemanmazda.net. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is a family-owned business for over 65 years. When you choose Freeman Mazda, you're choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. Make sure that you check out their dealership over in Irving, Texas. And you can also check out their website at freemanmazda.net where you can check out every available vehicle new and used that features the, the pictures inside and outside and of course ladies and gentlemen we do have the ride of the week lined up for you it is a 2023 mazda cx50 2.5 turbo all-wheel drive this one starts at $38,535 it's got a sunroof it's got a all-wheel drive feature Wi-Fi hotspot, which is obviously a game changer, hands-free liftgate, lane departure warning, and a miles per gallon capacity of 23 when you are in the city. That goes up to 29 
when you are in the highway. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you check out the Freeman Mazda Ride of the Week over at freemanmazda.net. So let's see some of your answers here. What is the biggest change that you're looking forward to on offense? Let's see here. Progress, says Joey Bella. I think that Dallas needs to revamp the offensive line, says Joseph. This might be true, and you're getting a new O-line coach because Joe Philbin is gone. No more option routes, says Jesus Maya. Let Kellen Moore be great somewhere else. Showtime 53 says, going to be the West Coast offense. Toxic Thompson is not having Jerry meddle with the game plan and who is or isn't on the field. Yeah, I hope this is like, you know, that Matt Damon scene from the Ford versus Ferrari movie in which he sits down with Henry Ford and, and really tells him that stop messing with the with the racing team, right? I hope that's what this is. Mike McCarthy telling Jerry Jones exactly that. Here's the biggest change that I would be looking forward to. And it's kind of weird because McCarthy's offense over in Green Bay wasn't super aggressive on early downs in the, in the sense that they faced a lot of third and longs because they passed the ball on early downs but it wasn't like downfield passing like you see with the Kansas City Chiefs, like you see with the Buffalo Bills. However, we have been used to the Cowboys being near the bottom 12 of the league when it comes to early down passing rate. The Packers are completely different. From 2010 to 2014, and keep in mind, I used 2010 because the website runningbacksdon'tmatter.com does not go back any further than that. 2010 is their first available year of data. Since then, they were the second most pass-happy team in the NFL in early downs and in neutral situations as well. 2015 happened. Mike McCarthy did not call the plays then. But if we look at 2016 to 2018... Look at where the Packers are. Number one in the NFL when it comes to pass happy, happiness. I'm ready for that. I want to see that. I want to see the Cowboys put more on Dak Prescott's plate, but not in the sense that, oh, you're going to be playing on third and long and you're going to be our superhero. More in the sense that let's trust Dak a little bit more on early downs so we don't have to leave uh, in third and long. That's what I would like to see from Mike McCarthy. And based on these numbers, at the very least, you might get the sense that we are going to get an improvement in that area. This is not going to be the Chiefs offense. It's not going to be the Bills offense in which they're super pass happy. But they're also not going to be as conservative as the Cowboys have been in recent memory. At least not based on any of those numbers and there are some strengths to Mike McCarthy running the offense I think we have seen we we saw it for years and years we saw Mike McCarthy lead successful units once more like we talked about man you don't get all of these results 2017 and 2018 are the exception that led to his firing of course but you don't get as many successful seasons as Mike McCarthy did just being a bad offensive mind 
You just don't. So in that sense, I do trust McCarthy to make some improvements. I will admit that something that I like about McCarthy, and, and we've talked about it before here in ADC Sports, Dallas primetime, is that he is very detailed with the offense. I think that in that sense, he is kind of like a good teacher. And I'm not talking necessarily about being a hands-on teacher like Dan Quinn, which I also think that he is. And I think QB school is a perfect example of it, the quarterback school that he talks a lot about. So I would say that the Cowboys are getting two very hands-on coaches on each side of the football. That's cool. And as I said, we've, we've even talked about some slides here from Mike McCarthy, some presentation slides, and, and how he installs his offense. And they are more detailed than many other coaches around the NFL when you look at them with attention. And as I said earlier on the show, this was not McCarthy's offense over the last few years. So with him not understanding really the language of it and him not being the architect of it, it wasn't like he could take over play calling midseason. This had to happen now. But, but I'm still not convinced about it. And here is why. I'm not convinced about it because I'm not sure that it's worth the risk of changing things when you have certain players that are already familiar with a kind of offense. And I'm not sure that Mike McCarthy is this kind of like safe bet that you can talk about. Because it's not like Kellen Moore was bad. You can talk to me about Kellen Moore making the mistakes that he made, not being consistent in the playoffs. And we can talk about maybe him having some issues with timing and play selection in high leverage situations. But we cannot say that he was bad. He might have not been in lead. He might have not been very good. Definitely not bad, though, because that's why the Cowboys had one of the most efficient offenses over the last few years. So my point here is I'm not expecting a seismic shift on, on offense results-wise. I think it's going to be sort of similar. Different offense, though. If I have to pick some things to be excited about, it's, uh, yeah, this is Mike McCarthy's team now, apparently. They're going to throw the football way more on first and second down. And number three, we might see Dak Prescott's processing being more used by this offense. And maybe we see even way, way more freedom for him, way more freedom for him uh, at the line of scrimmage, for example like we saw with Aaron Rodgers in olden days. One of the biggest complaints for from Aaron Rodgers in recent years is that he doesn't have a lot of control at the line of scrimmage. He had that with, with Mike McCarthy. And I'm guessing that Dak Prescott will have that moving forward too. Let's see here. Uh, Steve Wells says, let Turpin play wide receiver also gives... Uh, downfield threat. I've had this take for a while now that I'm not sure just how good of a route runner Cavante Turpin is. And that's why I'm not sold on that idea, personally. 
Aguila Mayor says, you're listening to someone else in the headphones and I'm just repeating. That's cheating, man. Yeah, I have a producer feeding me the entire, the entire script. Thank you for tuning in, Aguila. Our running backs will be used more, says John Sullivan. Yep. Now, something that you, like, it is right there. We need to talk about it. The Cowboys already have a solid group of tight ends. We don't know what will happen with Dalton Schultz. But, like, even if you go with Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot, there are some building blocks at tight end already on this team. And we know that those matter as well on McCarthy's kind of offense. That will not change a lot from, you know, recent years. Don't eat routes from Turpin. Only birds, says Calvin Jefferson. I mean, I'll give you that. I will give you that. But also, I don't know if the only thing that he can do is run birds. I'm just not entirely sure if this is if, if that is really what we need. The Cowboys need a speedy wide receiver for sure. We have a Super Bowl winning head coach. He understands what it takes, his army mom, Heather. Yep. And, and listen, winning the Super Bowl is hard. That is why no head coach has ever, ever won the Super Bowl with different teams in the history of the NFL. And that tells you a lot about how difficult it is to, to win the big one. Hopefully, Mike McCarthy breaks that trend someday. Now, I do think that I do think that this is Mike McCarthy just, you know, fighting for his job as well. He will go down with the chip. He will be calling the plays. That's how NFL, the, the NFL has always worked. Fires and firings and hirings and all of that have a lot to do with, you know, coaches saving their own skin, protecting themselves. And maybe this was Mike saying, you know what? Give me a chance. I will call the plays. And if it doesn't work, Dan Quinn is already in the house. Defensive coordinator. Not to, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that the Cowboys won't have other options they could look at around the NFL. But you already kind of have like a, a hedge within your own building. And that would be Dan Quinn. Mike McCarthy came within two wins of being in a Super Bowl. That's kind of hard with everything we went through, says Army Mom Heather. Bill Pash says, C.D. Lamp, uh, he says, that is true, but we could use our tight ends and pick up a lot of yardage that Brown isn't. Uh, we all know our tight end is Dak's favorite go-to guy after C.D. Lamp. All right, yeah. I was putting those, those two comments together. USFL, not NFL, but Turpin led the league with 544 yards, says Steve. I mean... Here's what I think, and and I've said that, and I've said this multiple times here on the show. You guys remember that last play, that Ezekiel Elliott at center play. Obviously, I'm not talking about you know that formation or anything like that, but that moment in which Turpin kind of runs like a sort of like a slant, and he gets blasted by a defender, is what I would envision from him running a slant in a regular formation in a regular game scenario as well. Maybe that's just me though. Uh I I I am I am not sold like on on Kevonte Turpin the receiver. I like Kevonte Turpin the returner. I don't know if we have overrated him and and our expectations around him when it comes to wide out. Toxic Tom, man, this is actually a pretty good one. Toxic Tom says, so this means that Dallas will approach free agency 
trading, draft, and overall roster construction differently to put Mike McCarthy in the best position to succeed? Number one, I really don't know. I don't think any one of us know just how much the Cowboys front office will change its way of doing things just because they made Mike McCarthy the play caller. But also, this crossed my mind earlier today. I was like, man, do you treat this as a sort of all-in kind of season? Maybe not approaching things as extremely as the LA Rams did, but maybe do you go get one top-tier free agent or or like a, a... a really game-changing wide receiver, not an elite one, not a, not 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 like you know, not necessarily breaking the bank for one, but not getting these discount bargain players that the Cowboys like to target in free agency. I was thinking about this earlier. It could be, but then again, if you do go down that route, you might have to restructure some deals, and you might have to restructure. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, Dak Prescott's contract. And we'll talk about this possibility at length tomorrow night as well. Uh, But that's a tough decision that the Cowboys have to make. You can open up a lot of cap space by restructuring Dak's deal, but also you're kind of tying yourself to him for a longer period of time. You're not leaving your, you're not keeping your doors open. You're not keeping your exit routes cleared. If it's a no, then it is a waste of time and nothing will change. Tone at the top needs to change. It's toxic Tom. And, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand. The Cowboys are already kind of doing something differently in giving, seemingly at least, giving Mike McCarthy some power. You and I both know, ladies and gentlemen of primetime, that these Cowboys brass liked Kellen Moore. To let him go in favor of Mike McCarthy and allowing him to take over the play calling is a loud statement. We knew that this Cowboys team liked Kellen Moore a lot. But they didn't treat him as maybe Jason Garrett. The last time that... that we were talking about these kind of huge coaching changes. The Cowboys said, you know what? Jason Garrett is our guy. We're not getting rid of him. Promoted him to head a coach, all of that. And some of us feared that maybe the same was going to happen with Kellen Moore. We spent years talking about the Cowboys potentially making Kellen Moore the successor to the head coaching job in Dallas. But then they flipped the script and they, you know, they let him go. If, if we considered this possibility a few years ago, we probably would have dismissed it pretty quickly. We would have gone, you know what? That's not happening. The Cowboys love Kellen Moore. They believe in him. Blah, blah, blah. To be fair, to be fair, uh, I do think that Mike McCarthy did like Kellen Moore. I don't think that this was all, oh, we're going to make Kellen Moore the play caller and you can, you, you need to abide by that I I do think that McCarthy appreciated Kellen Moore because he had some history with Chris Peterson over at uh, you know the 
had some relationships to him. He he knew what Chris Peterson thought of Kellen Moore. So maybe there was more to that there. But I interpret this as the Cowboys front office saying, you know what, Mike McCarthy will give you full control and, and let us see what you can do. And that in itself is a huge change from the Cowboys front office. So will that translate to how you approach everything else in the offseason, your team building? We will find out. It's going to be an interesting thing to see. I do agree with Joey Bella here, though. Hit that like button. Ladies and gentlemen, do me that favor and hit the like button. We have 166 people watching the show between Facebook and YouTube right now. And we are at like uh, 53 likes. So let's get that number up. Do me a favor and hit the thumbs up. It is the single biggest thing that you can do to help out the show. That's more or less what I am expecting of this team moving forward. West Coast kind of offense, you know. And and do keep in mind when we talk about, oh, the West Coast offense, the wide zone offense, this, that, and that. Every offense runs everything. Like, you know, the language might change and the way that you go about things, the way that you operate stuff. People have been kidding a lot on Twitter about, you know, those curls and those hitch routes that people hate with Kellen Moore. Those are going to be replaced by slant flats combinations. You, you know, the slants play that you see on Madden every time that you get on there. You're going to see a lot of that with Mike McCarthy because that was his thing over at Green Bay. It's true. But it's how you, how you go about things that really changes things. And I think some of the positives out of this whole thing is, once more, the Cowboys throwing the football a lot on early downs. I think that would benefit the Cowboys. I think that would give you more favorable third down looks and give you a path to more sustainable offense. And I also think that will translate to Dak Prescott having more control at the line of scrimmage. And I think that processing is definitely one of the biggest strengths for, for Dak at the quarterback position. So I see that as a positive. Jesus says it's more of them option routes. Let Dak control the offense more. The Chiefs game was sketchy by the refs. Army mom, Heather. <laughs> there were some questionable moments in there for sure. But yeah, moving forward, we'll talk more about this. Maybe we'll watch uh, some Mike McCarthy at Green Bay tape because I do think that everything that we've seen over the last few years doesn't really matter anymore because that was not McCarthy's offense. That was always Kellen Moore's offense. But anyways, before we get out of here, you've got Chiefs, Eagles in Super Bowl 57. We won't get into the details of it. And I know where the chat will lean on this one. But if we try to be as subjective as possible, Early, early gut feeling. Who are you taking in Super Bowl 57 now that the championship Sunday is all said and done? Before we get out of here, let's answer that question. Chiefs or Eagles, who are you taking in a way too early gut feeling prediction? Don't worry. You will be allowed to change this one when the time comes here on primetime. 
Eagles by a mile, says Floyd Wright. Man, things look easy for the Eagles once more. And it wasn't just because of Brock Purdy's unfortunate injury in the first quarter. They were just dominating the trenches, honestly. Gotta respect what the Eagles have built. Things looked easy for them. Uh, two faces of evil of evil says KZ. Gregory goes with Eagle. Eagles are uh, Russell, Derek go with Chiefs. The Eagles for Jesus. Mando goes with Chiefs. Mahomes says John Sullivan. Rafael says Eagles. Dan Williams goes with Eagles. Danny goes with Chiefs. Billy for Toxic Tom. Army Mom Heather with Chiefs. Inez Gomez says KC. Well, you know, my preseason prediction was the Chiefs. Same in the regular season. Same at the start of the postseason. So I cannot change things now. I, I, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs for sure. I think it, it could be fun. Fun couple of games tonight. Not going to lie. I kind of hated that the Cowboys dropped this news bomb on us. Today of all days. I, I, had, I, I had the show ready in the morning. I was ready to watch the game with full attention before prime time. We were going to talk about Joe Brady as the best offensive coordinator candidate for Dallas. Going to talk a little bit about his profile. How he contributed some Sean Payton kind of stuff. How he contributed a pass-heavy offense. We're going to talk about Bobby Slowick from the Chanahan staff. Yards after catch monster passing game coordinator over there. We're going to talk about Todd Munkin from Georgia. And even Cliff Kingsbury. And we were going to get into the financial questions behind that. But none of that seems to matter now. Because even though the Cowboys could sign an offensive coordinator from outside, it's likely going to be someone that McCarthy knows can work his offense. So maybe Schottenheimer will be in the mix. Scott Tolson could also be on the mix. We'll see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up. Every like puts this show in front of more Cowboys fans. So do me a favor and hit that like button. It really helps out a lot. And I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central, same time, prime time, brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I will see you mañana. Nos vemos. Adios. Tengan un excelente domingo. Buenas noches.